Podcasting from a small town in the Bible Belt, you're listening to the Environmental Christian Podcast. No, that is not an oxymoron. It's a podcast for environmentalists and Christians and Christian environmentalists and environmental Christians. Just keep listening. It's a podcast for you. Listeners, I'm here with my friend Joy, owner of Edian Oscars. She has been nice enough to uh, sit down with us to talk about um, her shop and some of the goods and how she decides to buy them. Tell us a little bit about your store and how it got started. Yeah, absolutely. So Edian Oscars began in 2015 as a give back boutique, um, whose mission was to give back to the community and to the world. But our core mission is to give at least 10% of our profits to educating Kenyan street orphans. So when we were doing medical missions or mobile medical clinics in Kenya, what I saw as a nurse was that the greatest need for these children was to get an education so that they could then have a future. Um, And my husband and I thought and thought, how can we support more than one or two? And it, you know, would be community involvement. Um, I'd always wanted to start a store. And so um, it made sense to give a portion of those profits back for that mission. Uh, So tell us how you came up with the name. So Edie and Oscar, two of my favorite street orphans that I met in my travels to Kenya, uh, my friends were doing a mission and came across these two boys who were living in the slums of Kenya in a cardboard box. And they were able to report to a day school that allowed them to have breakfast and lunch there at the um, day school. And, but it didn't give them, you know, a living, a good living situation. And while we were there doing our mission, we met Edie and Oscar and they made the biggest impact on David and I. And I, I said, I said to them, and I said to David that if I ever opened a store, I'd name it after them. I love the name, um, and I'm glad I eventually learned how to pronounce it because I thought it was Eddie and Oscars, and not Edie and Oscars, because it is spelled I D D Y. Yes. Um, so it was really cool to learn the correct pronunciation but also where it came from like it is a very meaningful uh not just name of a store but I mean it is two people that I can think about when I come into your shop absolutely so on your website you have uh you say we strive to carry products that you our customers can feel good about purchasing so tell me what that means to you and your store and uh, with the mission that goes along with your store? Absolutely. When I looked at opening the store, I wanted to carry products that not only were beautiful, but also had a beautiful mission as well. One that gave back um, on their own, in addition to us giving back. Um, Also wanted to support local artisans um, and their their jobs or their um, crafts. And so the products that we have, the majority of the products that we have in store 
are ones that you can feel good about purchasing. Uh, for example, diff eyewear for every pair of sunglasses or eyeglasses that you buy from them, they donate a pair of reading glasses to Eyes on Africa. So it began that way. You know, and also something that has inspired me is is Able. It's a, a lifestyle brand that has started publishing their wages and encouraging the fashion industry to do the same. And I just want to read something from them. They say fashion is one of the largest industrial employers of women worldwide, yet only an estimated 2% of fashion workers are paid a livable wage. Um, and they want to change that. And they know that the quickest way that companies will change their practices is if their customers demand it. Um, so they started publishing their lowest wages in order to give their consumers a clear choice to protect the people making their products. And that was huge to me. Um, and, and I hope that everyone will follow suit. So I try to go with brands that are like-minded, um, like Abel, whose mission isn't just to put out a pretty product, but who have their creators in mind, who have um, the, the, pro the product that they're creating um, is not just a product, but that they've resourced it ethically. Um, and so that's kind of where we stand. And, and, you know, the fashion industry is slow to change. It's, it's one that a lot of people I feel like aren't aware of as far as where do my clothes actually come from, who actually made my clothes. And so we are on a mission as well to, to help change that by supporting those who are making um, product that are ethically sourced. And so I'm assuming those products too would not be considered fast fashion. Yeah, yes. And that's, you know, that's what I was saying. It's slowly changing. Fast fashion is everywhere. Slow fashion is not. Um, and it's funny because... You know, I started this small boutique that grew into bigger than I, I realized it would. And it's it's lovely. And, it, you know, we still just have one location and we aren't like known nationwide or anything like that. But I feel like I can make a difference within my community. So having this store that has such a, a wonderful mission, I feel like um, also has to be mindful of where their products come from. And, yeah, I started asking when I would go to market to buy clothing, you know, where is, what's your story? Where is your product made? Tell me more about your brand. And so many people, so many reps and so many, like even, even the creators look at me like, what do you mean? Um, I love it when we can find brands that are like quick to tell us their story, that they're you know, a vertical brand that they upcycle all of their waste. And we've got one in particular that's that's beautiful. It's a women-run uh, facility, and they, they have very little waste. But they were quick to be able to tell me their story. If they're not quick to be able to tell me their story, then you got to dig a little deeper or pass on it. I feel like if it's a really a part of their mission and who they are, it's going to roll off their tongue, you know, immediately. Like it is part of who they are. And so it's going to come out really, really easily. Right. It's important. Um, and so if your person can't do that, 
yeah, it, it kind of is a almost a red flag for you to be like, okay, I need to wait maybe and, and check this out. Right. I started questioning some of my um, clientele, asking them the hard question of, hey, does it matter to you where the clothes that you wear come from? And a lot of them said, you know, I've never really thought about it. I'll, I asked the question, if I dropped, you know, name brands and carried a brand that you might not necessarily know, but know that it's great quality and it comes from um, a fair trade um, and is, you know, is ethically sourced, would that interest you? And a lot of them say, let me think on it. I'll get back to you. Um, so it's, it's an interesting, it's such an interesting thing. I think the more we educate, um, our peers and our, our friends on what fast fashion actually is, then the, the desire to make slow fashion a bigger thing will come. Yeah, it's, uh, I, there are so many things that I think we have backwards in this country and things that I think we assume as consumers that it's made properly or in a good way. And so we don't even think about the possibility that it might mm-hmm. not be. And so it's kind of like organics for me, kind of like nothing should have to be labeled organic because that's the way it should be naturally. Um, and if it's not organic, that should be labeled. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to, farm something that's not organic, you have to pay for all the labeling and everything that says not organic. And so it feels like everything should be fair trade certified. Everything should be organic that we wear. Um, Everyone should have that, that fair wage, those types of things. And yet that's not the way that it is. And so we have to be conscious consumers. And I will say the first time I went into your store was on a shop local day. And there was this just totally different feel to it. Uh, Part of it I know now is you, (laughs) because you're so wonderful (laughs) that everybody just, it's just, is this light, joyful place when we come in. Um, But also like it was, you know, it was friendly. And then you start to think about the products that are in there. They're all made with every part of the cycle of fashion from beginning to end with people in mind, whether it's the people who are working and making them or, or growing, even growing the material um, to the consumer like myself. You know, so it takes that whole thing and through the whole process or I know I'm crazy, but I swear the first time I went in there, it just had such a different feel back. But it's because you put humane products in your store. But coming into the store, I think 
the biggest thing and it's what I tell my girls is make sure that everybody that comes in the store feels important because they are. And when you've got someone greeting you and making you feel like you've been seen, that's the first step. But then having product that has beautiful quotes that comes from, you know, an ethically sourced place that offers this beautiful product, how can you feel yucky or how can you feel any different but overwhelmed with, I don't know, happiness um, when you leave? And so, you know, I know that there are probably people that slip through the cracks, but our goal is to allow everyone that comes in to have that kind of experience. And I'm, I'm so grateful that means everything to me for you to say that. Um, but yes, I do. And I do think that having product that is ethically sourced, that is putting good back into the world is a huge part of it. But creating that experience for the person to feel loved before they walk out the door is of utmost importance. I don't think I'm going to be able to get away interviewing you without talking about prices because I think a lot of people you know things that are ethically made that are ethically sourced those types of things we think they're so expensive sure and part of me wants to say yes they are expensive however you know I wonder if it's not that they're expensive it's that the cheaper clothes we don't know what's the true cost of making that product, you know, with, with your clothes, I feel like that is kind of the true cost, which means clothes should be more expensive than what they are. So I don't think it's that your clothes are more expensive. I think it's that we don't know the true cost of, we've got businesses who are hiding what the true cost would actually be. What, what are your thoughts on that? You know, I think it goes back to chocolate. You know, if you think about the cost of Hershey's versus fair trade chocolate, and if you do your research, you find that Hershey's isn't paying what the chocolate is truly worth, that they're not paying their laborers a fair price and they're living in, you know, horrible conditions. It's It kind of goes back to that. All chocolate should be more expensive than what it is all clothing should be more expensive than what it is. I think about the, you know, I love to sew and the amount of time that it takes to create a shirt or a pair of pants that are going to last past one wash or that fall apart in the the first wash should cost more than what they do. And it's, it's, yeah, you can't buy a, shirt for $10 that was made ethically in a setting where the person is taken care of um, and, and paid fairly. It's not going to, it's not going to be cheap. And it goes back to the product. Like it's so important to me that that product lasts past one wash. That product should last you years in my opinion. And then you cut down on waste. Uh, that's, that's another huge thing that, you know, that really eats at me is how much we have in waste 
because of fast fashion. Right. And that's, that's part of the slow fashion is, um, I think too, not just how it's made, but that it should last, Mm -hmm. you know, longer. So we're not having to buy, always replenish things. You know, I, I bring Abel up all the time when I'm talking to people about slow fashion and that to me is such a beautiful example. And and for people who aren't familiar with Abel should truly go to their, their website and check them out because what they're doing is, is amazing. You know, it's a Nashville based brand Barrett, the owner of the store or the owner of the brand started out in Ethiopia. He was adopting a child and ended up um, being approached by uh, women who were coming out of commercial sex trafficking and were looking for true jobs. And he and his wife um, started ABLE uh, by employing these women to create scarves to begin with. And they sold 4,000 scarves in two months and they were like, okay, we can do this. And so now it's become this beautiful lifestyle brand of ethically sourced materials and they're paying their employees fair wages. And not only that, they're encouraging the rest of the industry to do the same. And like, my hat goes off to them and I applaud them for what they're doing. And, and for what you're getting, the prices are not outrageous. They're fair. But I can guarantee you that their leather bag is going to last you the rest of your life. Um, and so I, I hope and pray that the rest of the fashion industry will take heed and will follow suit. Um, that's that's my dream. So going back to price, you know, if cost has been a problem, which, you know, thinking about cost sometimes, again, because the reality is that fast fashion is not the, the real price. Uh, and so thinking about cost, I am thinking about where my money is going. And I think we forget as consumers that we're supporting a business. We're supporting a a manufacturing. We're supporting a lot of things with our dollars, you know? Sure. And so um, it's not just about okay, I'm buying this because I want it or I need it. You know, now it's it's really thinking about, oh, what am I supporting right. when I buy this? Um, which is kind of, um, I don't know, it's kind of that if I don't see it, it doesn't exist. And sometimes we do like to stick our heads in the sand um, because we don't want to know. Mm. I know there was a... I don't think it was a commercial, but there was a short little video a while back where it showed a woman at a shoe store trying on some high heels and she tried them on and there was a string leading from the high heels. And so she starts following it and she goes through the store out the back, you know, she has to get on a freight boat, you know, and all of this. And right at the end, you know, she ends up in you know, like this jungle in this warehouse. And then you see kind of these cubicles where kids, where children are making Mm. her shoes, you know, and it was Mm. this 
great video of you're not just buying a pair of shoes. Like there's so much that goes into the product and we need to use our money wisely and, and be good stewards, not only of it, but, but everything else. I mean, everything is connected. I always say that everything is connected. You can't get away from that. So if somebody can't come to your brick and mortar, go to www.ednoscars.love and you can read more about our story there. And then if you wish to shop, it will take you to the shopping section of our store. And we love to do um, FaceTime with customers that aren't local so that they can actually speak to a person, an employee in our store and um, get the shopping experience, the feel of a shopping experience in store. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Joy. I really appreciate it. You're one of my favorite people. Listeners, your challenge is to think about and to research what you buy. You want to know where it's sourced, how it's made, who makes it, and all of the other things that Joy and I talked about in this podcast. And if you would like to support Joy in the ministry in Kenya, send me an email at environmentalchristian at gmail.com. Hey, thanks for listening to The Environmental Christian. If you have a question or comment pertaining to the podcast or Christians in the environment, please send me an email at environmentalchristian at gmail.com or check out The Environmental Christian on Facebook. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.